Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Wednesday, November 29, 2017, and welcome to episode 424 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. This is one, one of the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, and of course, we get ready to get all set and prepared to talk about our favorite topic of all time, professional wrestling. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, first off, we'll start off with our wrestling news and views segment. Tonight will be brought to you by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. Tonight here will be, of course, the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. And, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also on the TalkShoe chat box here tonight, of course, well, we have the human suplex machine, John Gross. Of course, with your wrestling uh, history and birthdays, of course, John is the another part of the, of, of the broadcast team for Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, as well as, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And also, of course, uh, now, uh, <clears throat> and now, of course, I will go ahead and say from our live video feed tonight, which will be coming from ECWUS, This Is Extreme, which you can catch the live video feed at Facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash ECWS Extreme Rules. Uh, we do have someone there now. It is, of course, 
uh, no, 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and a multiple trivia title holder in Re- from Revolution Reborn. She is the last kicker herself, Miss Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Uh, first off, let's welcome J.D., John, and Anne to number 424 on what will be a ex- explosive and dynamic, as always, Revolution. Yes, it will. Yes, indeed. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, here tonight, in addition, like I said, with our live video feed from ECWS, of course, with our wrestling news and views, and history and birthdays, we'll, of course, we'll be talking about our thoughts and opinions on what will take place, on what took place last night on SmackDown Live. Uh, kind of, it's a very interesting tidbits, and, of course, our folks who will go into that here momentarily. Also, of course, here tonight, here, folks, uh, we have a little bit of a surprise here that we will go into a little bit more detail here uh, a little bit later on in the show, but uh, you'll you'll be in for a very interesting treat, as they say. If you want to, of course, join us in addition to the live video feed, if you want to join us through, of course, TalkShoot.com. Of course, you can uh, call us, as always, 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here this evening. Let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling. With our wrestling news and views here segment, of course, brought to us by our, by our Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Of course, tonight, the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGirolamo, handles the reins this evening. J.D., what do we have on the wrestling news front tonight? There we go. A little intro to our uh, news uh, segment, if you will. And it's funny we play that because apparently Alberto El Patron is back in the news again, ladies and gentlemen. He discussed Paige's return, however, recently, however, on Raw. And here's what he said. We do want to thank our friend Jeremy Thomas for uh, giving us the story. On Paige's return to Raw, he said, It's fantastic. It was just about time. I used to say this all the time. People forgot that she had neck surgery. Screws behind her neck. That's the reason why she was out of the business, and it takes time to recover from something like that. And when she started working really hard for her big comeback, she's there now. She's doing what she's been doing since the beginning of her career in WWE. She's killing it. She's doing a fantastic job. I said it before, and I'll say it again. She has all the potential to be the most successful diva of all time. We have to give her time. On feeling refreshed and refocused, he went on to say, Personally, I'm back to where my life was before with zero drama. Zero nothing. I've been saying this from the beginning. Just look at my life before this past year. It was how it is right now. Just about work and family. A family man working all the time. No drama, no nothing. And now I'm back to where I was, and I'm going to continue to do it. Working hard and making my family happy and making the wrestling fans of my company, Impact Wrestling, happy and decide to quit, quit or leave the business one day. On his promo of Bound for Glory, reflecting his personal life, he went on to say this. Part of it was the storyline... Part of it was completely real. Everybody knows about the suspension. The company and I talked about this, and we decided it was the right thing to do at the moment, because when the whole drama happened, we didn't have the right evidence to prove to the audience, the sponsors, the TV networks, I didn't do absolutely nothing. So in order to protect the company, the wrestlers in the company, all the people working for it, we decided to do that. Meanwhile, however, earlier tonight, however, mind you, Kari Zane was in action, however, against Peyton Royce with Billy Kay, however, mind you, however, on NXT, however. 
In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that tonight, however, at the NXT tapings at Full Sail University, we understand, however, that next week, however, we will have an announcement, however, mind you, involving who will be the next challenger in stepping in to challenge Andreas Cianalmas now that Drew McIntyre will be out four to six months, however, due to his tricep injury. Also, speaking of NXT, however, I'm not going to say who, but... We had a little bit of a surprise tonight at the NXT TV tapings, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we did see one or two other things real quick, however, which we'll talk about very quickly. We understand, however, that uh, Raw viewership was interesting this week, however, and here's how they did. 2.759 million viewers. The first hour took 2.956, hour two, 2.72, and the third hour dropped to 2.60. The November 28, 2016 edition of Raw 3.11 million viewers. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, the number on the night, however, for Raw, however, scored, I believe, we're going to tell you the rating here in a second, uh, 1.97. Believe it or not. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, excuse me, that WWE, however, Studios will expand it to the television digital markets according to Deadline.com. Michael Luisi, L-U-I-S-I, issued the following comment today. Our new expanded focus on TV and digital continues to push WWE Studios as a multi-platform production company with the ability to create original content for global distribution as we have successfully done for the big screen. We look forward to identifying key partners to work alongside us while creating opportunities to use our on-screen WWE talent in new and exciting ways. Vince McMahon went on to issue a statement, and you can read it at Deadline.com. Given the size of our fan base and their appetite for programming well beyond our core in-ring shows, this is the ideal time to further establish the brand with new genres across platforms. WWE Studios is open for business with this new TV and digital initiative. Awesome, awesome, awesome indeed. Thank you very much, Eric J.D. Of course, along with King and W.O. Jordan Smith is King Eister, 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. They always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GDS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned and world-famous combination. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> here we now go to the rest of history and birthdays here along with the human suplex machine, John Gross, who we have here for today, um, November the 29th. 23 years ago today, which would put it at, uh, let me see here, 1994. Ah, okay. In Chicago, Tito Santana defeated Cowboy Bob Orton to win the American Wrestling Federation heavyweight title. He was virtually the only champion in the company's existence, save for one night in 1996 when Orton wins the title but was forced to vacate it due to interference during the match. 18 years ago today, which would put it, I do believe, 1999. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Giant Haystack sadly died of cancer after a lengthy battle with the illness in his home at Prestwich, England. He was only 52 years old. Which one was this one? This was 1999, Giant Haystacks. Oh, yes. At the age of 52, yes. That same day on Nitro from Denver, Colorado. Scott Hall pulled off a similar incident to Madonna in 1995. Madonna, Medusa, sorry, Madonna. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. 
a, 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 it's a, similar to what Medusa did in 1995 when she threw the WWF women's title in a trash can. She, he, by, of course, Scott Hall threw the television championship into a trash can. The belt was revived in February of 2000 with, Hank, with Hacksaw Jim Duggan finding it and declaring himself the champion. But the title would be deactivated when the company goes through a hard reboot two months later. That's a pity. That's one of the most. That was one of the most infamous championships that that, that, that ever existed in wrestling. And I'm, I'm sad WCW got rid of theirs. I mean, that was that was really sad. <clears throat> On that same episode, Juventud Guerrero defeated Drushin Thunder Liger to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title. It's the first time the championship changed hands on American soil. Also on that same night, also on Monday Night Raw in Los Angeles, they were supposed to be the wedding between the storyline couple of Test and Stephanie McMahon. Test had previously dated Stephanie McMahon on June 7, 1999, just moments after Vince McMahon declared himself the higher power. For the acts, Vince, Shane, and even the WWF champion, The Undertaker, calls on Stephanie McMahon, of course, as you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin would thwart those plans. <clears throat> uh, Tess and Stephanie went on the date for a few months despite attempts by Shane McMahon and the Mean Street Posse. And also, Tess won a Loser Leaves Town match against Shane at SummerSlam. Four days on SmackDown after SummerSlam, Tess proposed to Stephanie. The winning was put on hold <clears throat> after the British Bulldog accidentally knocked her out in October. But the wedding date would resume as Stephanie asked Tess to marry her with Tess accepting. The wedding would take place on November 29, 1999. Vincent and Shane would also reunite with Stephanie and Tess in the wedding. The Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, D'Lo Brown, and Sean Stasiak were a part of the wedding. It also should be noted that this is, may have been Sean Stasiak's raw appearance <clears throat> until 2001. As Tess and Stephanie were ready to say, I do, Triple H's music hit. Triple H's music hit. <clears throat> And he told Vince to take a look at the Titancron and where Triple H married Stephanie the night before at a wedding chapel in Las Vegas. <clears throat> it turned out that Stephanie was drugged, and it was a scam all this time. By the time Armageddon finished after Triple H defeated Vince McMahon, Stephanie and Triple H were, were in the on this ruse all this time. Basically, it was a it was a ploy for Stephanie to get back at her father for the abduction and the abuse she got at the hands of the corporate ministry. As you recall, it was April of 1999 that Stephanie McMahon was abducted by The Undertaker. That would allow Stephanie and Triple H to control the WWF after Vince took much-needed time off before his return in March of 2000 to join the faction. Triple H and Stephanie's control in the WWF would be shut down in June of 2000 after Shawn Michaels announced Mick Foley as the new commissioner. Thirteen years ago today, we put it at 2004 on Raw from Baltimore, Maryland, Randy Orton became the one night only general manager on Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> there was going to be a battle royal originally scheduled to be for the World Heavyweight title, but Vince McMahon changed the match to a number one contenders match and where it was won by Edge and Chris Benoit. Also, Randy Orton hosted a lingerie fashion show with Mer- Melina Perez, Maria, Candice Michelle, Christy Hemme, and Stacey Keebler. Wow, wow. After Edge wow. and Chris Benoit... Row, row. Eat up, eat up, eat up. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, I heard all the Simpsons. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> after, after Edge and Chris Benoit won the number one contenders match, they both got the opportunity to face Triple H for the World Heavyweight title. After Orton knocked out Triple H with a chair, Benoit and Edge fought it out. 
Benoit would use the crossface, but Edge would flip over and pin Benoit's shoulders to the mat while Edge was tapping out from the crossface. Next week, Vince McMahon would vacate the World Heavyweight title, and the next week, Eric Bischoff announced that Edge, Batista, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Triple H, and Randy Orton would all face off for the gold in the Raw Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight title, with Triple H winning at New Year's Revolution. Seven years ago today, 2010, on Raw from Philadelphia, Sheamus defeated John Morrison to win the 2010 King of the Ring Tournament. The other participants in the tournament, which began the previous week, included R-Truth, Kofi Kingston, Jack Swagger, Drew McIntyre, MVP, Ezekiel Jackson, Alex Riley, Tyson Kidd, Cody Rhodes, Rey Mysterio, Alberto Del Rio, Big Show, Daniel Bryan, and Ted DiBiase Jr. And also on that same show, Jerry Lawler competed for the WWE title for the first time by taking on The Miz. The Miz retained the title over Lawler in a TLC match with help from Michael Cole. Uh, six years ago today, which would put it at 2011, Patrice O'Neill died from complications due to a stroke in Inglewood, New Jersey at the age of 41. Today would have been the 49th birthday of E.J. Izaki, known to wrestling fans as Hayabusa. Hmm. And also, for we have several more birthdays here, folks. Happy 68th birthday to Dutch Mantel. Of course, we also know him as Zeb Coulter. And we also, and Johnson, we have three huge birthdays as well, okay? What do you know here? Happy 75th birthday to former WWE and WCW commentator and ring announcer, Dean Gene Okerlund. 75, my goodness. Happy 51st birthday to former WWE champion, Intercontinental champion, hardcore champion, Tag Team Champion, European and United States Champion, JBL, Mogul. <laughs> and John, as a half anyway, they would do a little bit of history on JBL. Born in November 1966 in Sweetwater, Texas, he trained after, under Black Bart and Brad Regans. He became a collegiate American football coach for Trinity Valley Community College and player for Abilene Christian University. At Abilene, Layfield was a two-year starter on the offensive line and was named first-team All-Lone Star Conference as a junior and senior. Layfield signed with the L.A. Raiders as an undrafted free agent but was released before the 1990 season started. In 1991, he did play in the World League of American Football, starting all 10 games of the 1991 season at right tackle with the San Antonio Raiders, wearing jersey number 61. Dallas Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett was the quarterback of the team. After being trained, he first started wrestling in the GWF in Texas. He formed the Texas Mustangs with Bobby Duncan Jr. as they won the titles in November of 1992 over the Rough Riders. They would drop the titles in January 1993 to Bad Breed. He and Black Bart won the tag titles on Christmas Day 1993, but would lose them to the fabulous Freebirds in June of 1994. Layfield would go on the international circuit in January 1993. He won the Lucha Libre Heavyweight Championship in June of 1994. <clears throat> he toured for Otto Wands Catch Wrestling Association, where he won the World Tag Team Championship with Cannonball Grizzly in November of 1995. In March of 1995, he went to Japan under uh, Tenryu's War Promotion. Before he joined the WWF, he, he was sitting, joined Smoky Mountain Wrestling in December 1995 to wrestle Buddy Landale. 
That did not happen because the company went down in November of '95. He did go to he did join the NWA after G, after the GWF shut down in September 1994. In January '95, he did beat Kevin Von Erich for the NWA World Heavyweight Title, but would lose the title to Greg Valentine. He would go on to join the WWF in 1995 and debuted in January '96 as Justin Bradshaw, beating Bob Holly in his debut match. He became a tough cowboy slash mountain man. And after, and after victories, he would brand opponents with his symbol JB in ink rather than being seared into the flesh. Bradshaw stayed, stayed undefeated for almost a year until he lost to Salvio Vega in a Caribbean strap match in September 1996. In 97, he teamed up with Barry Windham to form the new Blackjacks, but the team split up after Windham's injuries in 1998. He did wrestle as a mid-carter and wrestled the likes of Mark Merrow, Kai and Tai, and also defeated Vader, at breakdown in a false count anywhere match. He teamed with former Nation of Domination member Farouk in 98, and they became the Acolytes. Jackal managed the Acolytes for a brief period of time, but Farouk and Bradshaw in 99 would get their big break by joining the Undertaker's Ministry of Darkness. The ministry would go on the feed with the corporation, but they would unite as their corporate ministry. In May of 1999, they beat Kane and X-Pac to capture the WWF Tag Team titles but would drop the belts to the Hardys until they would recapture them at Fully Loaded until losing them again in August to Kane and X-Pac. Dylan became fan favorites and changed their gimmick to that of cigar-smoking bar brawlers for hire in jeans and t-shirts. Baruch and Bradshaw would now become the APA with a motto, Because We Need Beer Money. The Acolytes earned another shot at the tag team titles at the Royal Rumble against the New Age Outlaws, but would lose the match. They would lose against Edge and Christian, also at Fully Loaded, in 2001, the Acolytes finally captured the tag team titles over the Dudley Boys, who would lose them to the team of DDP and Canyon. Bradshaw would gain his first singles title in October of 2001 when he won the European title over the Hurricane. In March of 2002, both Acolytes split up due to the, due to the brand split. Bradshaw went to Raw and Farouk joined SmackDown. Bradshaw won the hardcore title over there until losing it to Tommy Dreamer. He would be sidelined with a tore left bicep. Uh, in 2003, Bradshaw would, would reunite with Farouk as the Acolytes would rejoin SmackDown. Layfield returned with a new look by cutting his long hair, returning to his natural color, and going clean shaven. The Acolytes teamed up through 2003 and 2004 until their split until Paul Heyman fired Farouk, and that led Bradshaw to become a singles competitor. Bradshaw turned heel and took, uh, took on a gimmick which he called himself JBL. In his first main event push, he attacked Eddie Guerrero after Eddie Guerrero, Guerrero successfully defended his WWE title against Booker T. JBL would win a Great American Award to get the number one contender rights to the WWE title. JBL failed to win the title at Judgment Day, but captured it at the Great American Bash and would stay WWE champion from June of 2004 through April of 2005, successfully defending the title against Eddie Guerrero, Spike Dudley, Shannon Moore, Booker T., Undertaker, Big Show, Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle to losing it at WrestleMania to John Cena. Cena would defeat JBL in an I Quit match to retain the title. Afterwards, JBL would feud with Batista for the World Heavyweight title, but unsuccessfully failed. Unfortunately, he failed to win it. At WrestleMania 22, JBL won the United States title over Chris Benoit, but would lose the title to Bobby Lashley. JBL did lose another retirement match the next night against Rey Mysterio for the World Heavyweight title, forcing him to become a commentator. 
ABL became SmackDown commentator from 2006 through 2007 when he attacked Chris Jericho and cost him the WWE title, putting him back on, on the Raw brand. In 2008, ABL had some main event pushes unsuccessfully challenging for the title at SummerSlam, Unforgiven, and the 2009 Royal Rumble. And also, of course, making Shawn Michaels his personal lapdog. Until Michaels defeated him at No Way Out, JBL won the Intercontinental title this week before WrestleMania until losing the, the title at WrestleMania to Rey Mysterio, and JB announced that he quit wrestling for good. JBL returned for a brief period in 2011. I managed Michael Cole until he was stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin. After Jerry Lawler's heart attack, JBL was put back on the commentary booth. In 2012 and joined Lawler and Cole from 2013 through 2014 and was a part of the commentary booth on, on the SmackDown brand in 2016. Until he left in 2017, of course, and of course, as you know, he was replaced by Corey Graves. And also speaking of Jerry Lawler, today is, believe it or not, a happy 68th birthday to the king, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> And we got some now. John has some history on the one and only king of wrestling, Gary Lola. Yes, he's all puppies today. While he became a disc jockey in Memphis, Tennessee, Lawler's artistic ability attracted attention of local wrestling promoter. Aubrey Griffith, in which Lawler would give Griffith free publicity. Why do I have trouble pronouncing these words? I swear. Publicity. There you go. All right. In exchange for free wrestling training, he debuted as a wrestler as a wrestler in 1970 and won his first championship in September 1971 by winning a battle royal. He won the NWA Southern Tag Team Championship under the managerial service of Sam Bass and Jim White in 1974. He feuded with Jackie Fargo, who was his trainer and mentor. And also, and in July of 1974, he was booked to win the NWA Southern Heavyweight title and the title King of Wrestling during 1975. He actually also teamed with a variety of partners.
such as Mr. Wrestling 2, Don Green, and Bob Orton Jr., of course, Cowboy Bob Orton. He won the NWA Make-In Tag Team Championship twice during this time period. While Oliver began his career as a heel, he became a face after he split from Bass at the end of 1974. In November, in November of 1979, while he worked in the CWA, he won the CWA World Championship over Billy Graham. But in 1980, his career was put on hold due to a broken leg. He did return to the ring after several months. Defeated with Andy Kaufman in 1982, and where they had a big feud, and where Lawler slapped Kaufman in the face, and also not only that, delivered two pile drivers to Kaufman. In March of 1983, Lawler won the AWA International Championship by defeating Austin Idol. He beat Ken Patera to begin his second run as the international champion. Waller won the NWA Mid-American Championship on April 12, 1984. Where he was booked to defeat Randy Savage for the title. In 1985, he traveled to, to Japan and won the Polynesian Pacific title in January, on, in January of 1986. He returned to the United States where he beat Bill Dundee on July 29, 1986, began a new reign as the AWA International Heavyweight Top Champion. And his DVD is very good, by the way, if you've not seen it before. Just to let you all know. Oh, Jerry Lawler's DVD. Yes. It's good to be. Oh, okay. They show some of the well, stuff of Memphis and AWA and WCCW and other things. It's hard to hear you, J.D. What's that? It's hard to hear you a little bit there. Uh, Can you hear me now? Good. <laughs> good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've heard about that. I heard I heard this is getting some good reviews, that DVD. Yes. Lawler feuded with Tommy Rich, Austin Idol, and Paul E. Dangerously throughout early 1987. The animosity began after controversy over an AWA, AWA World Championship title shot, which involved Nick Bockwinkle. During that feud, the trio defeated Lawler in a steel cage match and cut his hair, causing a near riot in the Mid-South Coliseum. In May of 1988, he won the AWA title over Kurt Henning, and in December of 1988, he defeated Kerry Von Erich, I remember this, at Super Clash 3, to unify the two titles, of course, in AWA and WCCW, I believe it was. Lawler's personal issues with Vern Gagne would lead to his departure from the AWA. 
1991-1992, he teamed with Jeff Jarrett to take on the Moondogs over the USWA Tag Team Championship. <clears throat> he began his WWF career in December 1992. Throughout 1993 and 1995, he feuded with Bret Hart and the rest of the Hart family. began at King of the Ring with, with Lawler attacking Hart after Lawler interrupted Hart's victory ceremony. Lawler claimed that he was the only true king in the WWF and the two were set to wrestle at SummerSlam where Lawler came to the ring on crutches and Lawler added Doink to Clown as his replacement. But as Brett was set to put Doink away, Lawler attacked Brett and the match was still on. Brett did make Lawler tap out, but Brett refused to let go of the hold and thus he was disqualified and given the undisputed king... King and the WWF to Lawler. Lawler did see with Vince McMahon in, in the USWA. Lawler would play the babyface to his Memphis audience. As part of the cross promotion, McMahon, the Hearts, Giant Gonzalez, Tatanka, and Randy Savage would begin appearing on USWA television. Further the feud while the program continued in the USWA, the feud between Lawler and McMahon was not acknowledged <clears throat> by WWF television. Lawler was set to take on Bret Hart at Survivor Series in, in a traditional Survivor Series match, but due to legal issues, Shawn Michaels took his place. The feud between Lawler and McMahon was discontinued. Lawler returned to the WWF in 1994 and started rarely. Doing commentary with McMahon and did host the King's Court and wrestled Roddy Piper in the 1994 King of the Ring in course where Piper won that match. Lawler continued to feed with Bret Hart in 1995 and where Lawler defeated Bret Hart at the first Indian house. But Bret did get the last laugh by winning a kiss my foot match. I remember that. Lawler would introduce Isaac Young and DDS, who of course would be known in the future as Kane.
At SummerSlam, Hart would beat Yankin by DQ. However, Hart and Lawler's feud disappeared. In 1996, Lawler did commentate and also wrestle more often. He wrestled some of the former 1980s stars, including the Ultimate Warrior and Jake the Snake Roberts, on pay-per-view. At this student now, I'm enjoying a white cheddar rice cake. Can you say yummy? Mr. Wayne is Mr. Wayne says if John has any more history of course on I believe what we said today the sixty eighth birthday of Hall of Famer Jerry the King Willow. As SummerSlam Waller defeated Jack Roberts by pouring, pouring Jim Beam whiskey down his throat. In 1997, Waller became heavily involved in the WWF ECW feud. In interviews and commentary, he referred to the promotion of course as extremely crappy wrestling. We all remember that. In February 1997, ECW took notice of Waller's insults, and they too invaded the WWF. Waller would beat Tommy Dreamer at ECW's Hardcore Heaven pay-per-view in August, but Dreamer won. Lawler didn't beat Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer beat him. In mid-1997, <clears throat> he entered the King of the Ring tournament for the first time, but he was defeated by Mankind in the semifinals. Lawler would match his son, Brian Christopher, in the light heavyweight division, and where the two would aid each other in matches and so on. By 1998, Lawler really wrestled in the WWF and would focus on commentary. After Vince left commentary in 1997, thanks in part to the Montreal Screwjob, and also began his heel run with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Lawler would commentate with Jim Ross. He still supported heels, but would condemn actions of heels when they went too far. He would stay on as a face by 2007. This face turn began in 2000 when Lawler surprisingly attacked Taz when he started bullying, started pushing around Jim Ross. The King beat Taz at SummerSlam, where it was King's first SummerSlam match since 1996. Lawler was given the job for the XFL League, claiming he didn't want to announce for the XFL. 
the great 2000 man and Kevin Dunn passed him. 2001 Lawler, along with his ex-wife, the cat, left the WWF. But after the WCW-ECW invasion was over, Lawler resumed coming back to WWF in November 2001 and joined commentary along with Jim Ross. Both were part of the Raw brand. Waller did wrestle occasionally, and in June of 2006, he also once again badmouthed the ECW. That would lead to another face-off between Waller and Taz, and where Taz won at one night stand. In July 2006, Waller wrestled Randy Orton, but he did lose the match. March of 2007, he was also inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by William Shatner, who Lawler had a memorable altercation with on a January 95 episode of Monday Night Raw. In the summer of 2007, he feuded with King Booker at Madison Square Garden. Lawler was supposed to crown King Booker, but but Lawler announced that another king was going to be facing Booker, and that led to Triple H returning, leading to a worked brawl between Booker and Lawler. Beat up Lawler. In June 2008, JR was tried, traded to SmackDown while Michael Cole was traded to Raw. It would be the first time since 2005 that Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole would, would commentate together. Two weeks later, Lawler would be attacked by Kane after Kane repeatedly asked, Is he alive or dead? March 2009, he challenged Chris Jericho to a match. Because of his disrespect and erratic behavior to WWE Hall of Famers, Jericho would win the match. In the mid and late part of 2010, Lawler did find himself in trouble with the Nexus and also his colleague, Michael Cole.
Oh, this is memories here. Where Michael Cole got his hatred over Daniel Bryan and began to root for the heels instead of faces. One point in case, The Miz. <laughs> I think you might remember this quote here. that interview says however anything you want however it's yours and go figure six years later they would fight again yes and yes, yes indeed Lawler Cole finally picks off WrestleMania 27 with Swagger as Cole's personal trainer and Stone Cold Steve Austin as special guest referee Lawler won the match when the anonymous GM overruled the decision and gave the match to Cole which was a crock in 2012, in September 2012, after he competed in a tag team match with Randy Orton against CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler in Montreal. Oh, yes, I do remember this moment right here. During the tag team match between the primetime players and Kane and Daniel Bryan, Jerry Lawler was heard to be snoring. And was, and, and, and was, and was, a, it was under the assumption. Oh, man, that's an oldie and a goodie. Holy cow. To be passed down to a doctor came out to say Lawler. It was confirmed that Lawler suffered a heart attack. Lawler would be okay. He returned the next week to his home in Memphis. During Lawler's hospital stay, it was determined that his heart attack was not. was not caused by a blocked artery, but an unexplained cardiac arrest. He would be cleared to wrestle again, but he would be cleared to wrestle again. In November, he resumed his commentary Reason where he, JBL, and Michael Cole continued to commentate Raw until Lawler would move up to SmackDown in January of 2015. He did make a one night commentary return to Raw the night after WrestleMania 31. After Brock Lesnar went crazy and destroyed 
<clears throat> and destroyed Michael Cole. Booker T. and JBL. In June 2016, he was suspended following his arrest for domestic assault, but the charges were dropped in July. In WWE lifted Lawler's suspension. Lawler was taken off TV and placed on the pre-show of both Raw and SmackDown as an analyst. did make some appearances in the WWE by hosting the return of the King's Court in January since 1995 where he, when he had Dolph Ziggler at his, as his guest. And where Ziggler took credit for Lawler's heart attack before kicking him in the chest. Waller was announced at the 2017 Royal Rumble commentary team with Michael Cole and Corey Graves and also announced the mixed tag team match at WrestleMania 33 with John Cena and Nikki Bella against The Miz and Maurice. He did fill in for Booker T on Raw from his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. Who knows when we'll see the king back on commentary, but hopefully soon. And John said that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here for today. Wow, that was a lot of stuff here tonight, here, folks. And John, thank you very much for bringing us, bringing us, bringing us the history and birthdays for today. And that too. I'm sorry, excuse me. And JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here. We do appreciate that as well. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. Episode 424 of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution. This is for Wednesday, November 29, 2017. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, the Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Geralmo, the Emma Suplex Machine, John Gross, and also the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, all here with us this evening. Uh, and, of course, like I said, now, ladies and gentlemen, now we'll talk about our last night's edition of SmackDown Live, which had a lot of ups and downs here. Uh, I ask everyone here who wants to bring it to bring it to the table first. JD, John, and who wants to go first? I'll let Amy go first. Oh, okay. Oh, and what well, Anne said, she will. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, and let's 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 see your thoughts here. I will read them on the air here. Uh, your thoughts here um, about um, last night's SmackDown Live.
Anne says her thoughts are this. She first off gives this show bar- just barely though. She gives it a five. And she also says it was okay. Uh, anything else you wish to add, Anne? She's got to say. Uh, and thank you very much for your take on this. Uh, and now it's down to JD and John. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay, just a couple of brief things there, JD. Please go ahead. Well, you got Randy Orton versus KO, which was an interesting match. However, of course, Alex KO won that match. Then you had uh, AJ take on the Sing 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 brothers got their butts handed to him by AJ, and of course, uh, Jinder beat him up afterward. Uh, we saw what happened with the whole hype roasting, however, mind you, however, as they split up, however, and then, of course, the riot squad of Ruby, Riot, Liv, Morgan, the fake, you know what, Hella and her new friend, however, it was uh, interesting, let's just say, so, uh, all in all, not a bad show, I mean, it was okay, I mean, it could have been just a little bit better, though, but uh, it is what it is. Um. Now John's got his thoughts here because that's where it's time for SmackDown reviews. And he actually says he finally gets a chance to say this. Rest in peace, Hype Brothers. Yeah. Mojo Raleigh turned on Zack Ryder, and now the Hype Brothers are no more proven that Mojo does not need anybody. He won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal this year all by himself, but he proves that he didn't need anybody. As far as it goes, some of the tag teams are falling by the wayside. But I did expect to see the Hype Brothers break up, but he thought that it would be Zack Ryder. It wasn't going to happen. Now Mojo can do what he wants. John says he expects more things for him as he's now he's now become a heel. Also, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan continue their destruction of the site pages absolutely. Now Naomi, John thinks it's going to be out. It seems like SmackDown is not safe. John wonders who is going to be next. Owens and Orton with the no DQ match and ends up with Owens winning, so so good show to say the least. And John says that's all he's got for his review as well. So, everyone, thank you very much for your take on what happened on SmackDown Live last night. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as I did mention here at the top of the show, uh, we this was an unexpected surprise that came across us here, here at, the, at the late hour. Here, of course, uh, um, I will go ahead and tell you the backstory for this. Uh, during our... During our earlier Wednesday night show, of course, Outside the Ropes, uh, I was approached by the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, to challenge, uh, to challenge the Iceman for, a, for another one of the championships that he currently holds. Uh, after the show was over with, I did talk to her a little bit further, and I did find out that uh, it was, that, that they had both t- talked and agreed 
first off, that A, they want they would like the match once again under wrestling jeopardy rules. The second the second thing is that the belt in question that JD currently holds is the is the belt of course representing NJPWUS, of course our New Japan Pro Wrestling Group, the NJPWUS World Heavyweight Championship. So it's officially been decided here, folks. That uh, of course we were hoping to kind of have the triple threat match pitting the Iceman taking on the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Fonzie tonight, but Black Widow apparently has not is not able to join us this evening, uh, nor is uh, Fonzie this evening. So, based on all that, <coughs> we have decided to go ahead and have this impromptu trivia championship matchup for the NJPW US World Heavyweight Championship between <coughs> the Iceman Jerry between the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Uh, of course, they have, they're no strangers to each other, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as you know, they faced each other for a couple other championships, including, of course, the Cruiserweight title, which J.D. did did relinquish in order to go after the AWA U.S. World Heavyweight title, which he currently owns right now. Um, and um, so... It is going to be, like I said, a very interesting, very interesting bout here, to say, to say the least. So, ladies and gentlemen, give me give us just one second here while we get everything prepared for our for our uh, for our championship matchup here. Uh, um, and do you want to answer from the live video feed, or do you want to come into the video call? Oh, interesting. So you want to do it right where you're at, and you don't want to, you do, you don't want to come into a video chat. Okay, so JD and will be will be will be staying on the live video feed from ECWS to do this uh, to conduct this um, match here. That's fine. Okay, uh, give me just a second here, folks. I will. Like I said, we want to find one that is 
that is that is fair to everyone here. Uh, And, J.D., a message, if you will, from the last kicker herself. You are basically toast. I'm ready. Bring it on. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, uh, well, we haven't done, let's see, wait a minute. Give me a second. I have to look at something here. Okay. That one says that one's not even fair, but I don't that's that's not complete. Uh got to be one that I haven't done. Okay, let's see. Let me let me take a look at one here. I may have found I may have found one here. I'm not may have found one here. Hold on. That's not a bad idea. Okay. I think I may have found a good one here, guys. Okay. All right, there. Uh, John, you just, you just watch very carefully here. Uh, and, of course, as we always do in, in this, here, folks, um, Whatever, whatever the value is, if you, if you get the question wrong, you earn that value. Whichever one has the most points at the end of at the end, at, at the end of this and all, of course, we'll have, also have a final Jeopardy question. You wager as much as you like, and whoever pulls the and whoever has the most points after after the end of it, where you know is will 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 go on to hold the belt. Uh, JD, have you dug that championship belt out of your stash? It is out of my stash and is in your hands as we speak. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you very much. I have it right here. And, of course, in typical referee fashion, I will hold it up just like this in the middle. <laughs> okay. Here we go here, folks. Uh, uh, J.D., are you ready to go? More than ready. And are you ready to go? Yes, you ironed my clothes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm big. And that'll just fulfill my lucky.
And now, J.J. Dillon. And Sam Houston. And are you ready to go? Still wait word from the last two and Marie Rickenbach if she's ready if she's ready to uh if she's ready to compete here. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go here folks. The following the following contest is a Wrestling Jeopardy Trivia Championship matchup, and it is for the NJPWUS World Heavyweight Championship. Introducing the, the participants, first off, the challenger, hailing from Jacksonville, Arkansas. She is a multiple title holder of the trivia of all of our trivia championships here in WCWS. She is also a 2016 WCWS Hall of Famer. She is the last kicker. And Marie Reckenbach. Huh, okay. And her opponent hailing from Arm Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. No, I'm just thinking Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I got to do that to you all the time, James. Oh, yeah. Okay, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He is their current NJPWS World Heavyweight Champion. He is the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared D. Geralamo. Notice I do the echo, 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 echo. And she said it right here on the live video feed again. Again, JD, you are toast. Bring it on in. I'm ready. Okay. The categories, folks. I will will remind you that this time around, the values are 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 points. And And the categories are SmackDown, Raw, NXT, pay-per-views, and Hall of Fame. Now, forgive me, I'm not sure how recent these are, so don't be alarmed if you don't get them right or wrong, because like I said, I, have not, I didn't have an opportunity to find out when this one was actually done. But also, of course, as, as always, if someone, if, it, if it's when someone's trying to answer a question, if they get it wrong, the other person will not get an opportunity to answer it, and that question will be thrown out. And like I said, the one with the most points after this and the final Jeopardy category is done. Whoever has the most points will go home with the NJPWS belt, which I currently hold in my hand even as we speak. <clears throat> okay, let's see. Let's 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 be fair here. Uh, who? I'll let her go first. Okay, and uh, the champion has has asked that you you may you may proceed first. So please, by all means, pick a category and pick a question. Pay-per-views, okay, and remember, it's 10, 20, 30, 40, or 50. 
Which which question do you which value do you want, Anne? Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, or fifty? There's there's five of them there. That's that's the values. Anne's going for the big one. She said she's starting out with pay per views or fifty. Okay, and here here is the question. This pay-per-view event hosts a few of, of these matches that the doors are almost impossible to break down. Okay, and the question is, this pay-per-view event hosts a few of these matches that the doors are almost impossible to break down. And also remember here, J.D. and Ann, I will provide hints if you need them. All right. Okay, and uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, that's what I can say. Best one I can say is six wrestlers com- competing competing this at a time. Is that your final answer? And I will also ask that too, by the way. I know it's not millionaire, but I'll ask that question too. And Anne, you are correct. It was the elimination chamber. Well done. Nice. Well nice. done. Very good. Nice. Ah. Very good job. Very nice. Okay, JD, you're up next. I'll start with NXT for 30. NXT for 30. This rookie was eliminated on June 14, 2011. June 14, 2011, you say? Hmm. Who was uh, Husky Harris? That's your final answer. Lucky Cannon. So already here, the first go around here, Anne is already up 
already up that that score. No disrespect, JD, fifty to zero already. Not too shabby. And you're up. You're up next here, my dear. What do you? What would, question would you like next? She's taking raw for 40, okay? Raw for 40, and, and here's the question. This superstar is from Hollywood, California. Is that your final answer? And Anne is saying the Miz, and the answer is David Otunga. Good guess, though. Very good that guess. Was, that was a good. To be honest with you, the only other one I, could, I, I was saying about was Goldust. Yeah. But, but yeah, but great guessing. Very good. That was very a good, good guess. But, uh, but of course, as of right, of course, we, we still have a score here. Anne is leading JD by a score of fifty to zero. Yes. I had to keep rubbing it in. I had to keep rubbing it in there too, JD. I had to repeat it. Yes. Okay, you're up next, JD. Go ahead. Uh, I will go with Raw for forty. You did. That was the one she had. Oh, she did. Okay, I'll do it for fifty then. Raw for fifty. Okay, here we go. He made his debut on April 16, 2007, against Umaga. All right, April 16th. Who is Santino Morella? That's your final answer. Yes. You're absolutely right, Santino. You have tied it up to 50. <sighs> All right, Ann, you're up next. I can tell this is going to be a very good one, as all as all the other yeah. as every, all the other ones have been. And it's taking pay per views for forty. Let's see what we have here. This pay per view event is usually held at the end of summer. And the question is, this pay-per-view event is usually held at the end of summer. 
Okay. Uh, let's see. It's held in August, and I said I can really give to this. That's your final answer. And she's saying it is. She's saying SummerSlam, and the answer is it is indeed SummerSlam. And on fire tonight. Very good indeed. She's up now 90 to 50 over JD. Oh my goodness, JD. Uh oh. Uh oh. Stay on your toes, my man. That's all you got to do. I'm ready. Okay, go ahead, my man. You're up next. I am going to come back next, however, with, however, NXT. And what have we got in NXT? 10, 20, 40, and 50, it still, it still remains. 50. 50 in NXT. Oh, okay, here we go. Byron Saxton had which pro? Byron Saxton had which pro, you say? Yes. Hmm. For no peaky. I'm not. I know you're not. I just I, I gotta keep you on your toes, man. You know. Who was, however, his pro was? Let me think. Chris Masters. That's your final. Yes. Say Chris Masters. The answer is Yoshi Tatsu. Ah. Oh no! Oh oh man. <laughs> Well, this is going to be a barn burner here tonight, folks. Ann is up 90 to 50 over the NJPWS champion JD already. Oh, man. And you're you're on fire now, my dear. Go ahead and you continue. We all, love a good, we all love to see a good challenge. Yeah, I didn't think Yoshi would have been a pro on NXT. No, neither did I, yeah. I was surprised about that. But again, also, we all learn different things here. But there you go. Okay, let's see. And it's taking NXT for 40. Okay, and here is your question. This rookie's pro was JTG. Of crime time. Papa Forty and Shaker Rule, it's crime time. I love that announcement. That was, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let me, uh, and I really, be honest with you, I really don't, 
this one, um, that, that's kind of difficult to uh, to give a hint on, my dear. Um, I wish I, I, I don't know what, I don't know what I can, uh, the best thing I can probably do is probably give you like initials, probably JN is his initials, if you remember an, an NXT rookie with those initials. That'd be the best hint I can really give. Some of these, some of these are pretty tricky. I will admit that. Okay. Uh, Ann does not know, so we're going to pass on. The answer was Jacob Novak. His pro was JTG of Crime Time. Okay. And I don't really blame you on that one. That was a tough really, one. That was a very tough one. That was a tough one. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, the score remains. Ann with 90, JD with 50. So, JD, you're up next. I'm going to go with uh, Raw for 30. Raw for 30. Okay. Here we go. Raw for 30. This superstar hails from Ghana, West Africa. Who is Kofi Kingston? That's your final. Yep. It is. It was. It is Kofi Kingston. Okay. So now JT is up. Now Ann is down by ten. Ann is up by ten. I should say. Yes. Sorry, ninety to eighty. I'm sorry about that. Got a little bit confused there. All right, Ann, you're up next. I remember, remember, ladies and gentlemen, I I did not make this Jeopardy game. Someone else did. I'm just simply using it. Uh, let's see here. Pay-per-views for 30s, what Ann wants, and that's what we'll go to next. Okay, Ann, here is your question. This pay-per-views main event holds up to 40 people in one ring at one time. Um, these the, these guys compete in this type of match for a shot at the title at WrestleMania. That's the best one I can come up
That could be another hint too, Ann. And I will have to go to, let's see. I'll have to go to our judges. Um, in this case, uh, J.D., you and Andrew, not mine. I'm going to ask John to be our, be our yes, judge since he's here. Yep. Uh, John, I need your honest opinion. Let me let me give you the question that I asked Anne, and I will tell you that I will tell you what she what she said, and I will ask if you were if you if this will be allowed, or that she get the points or not. This is going to be allowed. Let me go ahead and give you the question. Anne's question is this: This pay per view's main event holds up to forty people in one ring at one time. The answer she gave was over the top rope. Okay, I have spoken. I have, spoke, I have spoken to JD and Ann. Listen very carefully, especially Ann. Listen very carefully. I have spoken to our judge, and Ann, your your answer is going to be allowed. The actual answer is the Royal Rumble, but since of course that is something that they do in the Royal Rumble in order to win the opportunity for WrestleMania, that answer will be allowed. So Ann, you're going to get you're going to get the you're going to get the points for it. So, JD, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that as well. That's fine. In case you, That's fine. If you came close, okay, all right. So, Anne does receive 30 points for that for that close answer right there. So, Anne is up now to 120, and JD is uh, is at 80 right now. Uh, JD, speaking of which, please uh, proceed with your uh, next selection. My next selection will be. Uh, let's go with. Uh, Let's go pay-per-views. What's left in pay-per-views? 10 and 20 still left. I'll cut it back to 20 if I can. Okay, so you're going to go pay-per-view for 20 is what you're going with. Okay, all right, here we go. This pay-per-view happens at the end of the year. All right. Now, remember, this may not be up to date, so whatever I tell you. Oh, I'll need a hint then for this one then. Okay. Uh, Uh... Weapons. Oh, weapons. What is Extreme Rules? Is that your final? Yes. I'm, okay, ma'am, I've been clearing it. The answer is TLC. Ah! I couldn't say, because think about it, if I said it would be right. a big And I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, that, I understand. Yeah. It's kind of hard to come up with hints there, because you're mm-hmm. going to have to. And Anne was happy that she did get the extra 30 there for, for, for coming close to her. So, okay. 
and you're up next here, my dear. Let me go ahead and reiterate here, guys, what what we have left at this time. Raw and NXT, we still have 10 and 20 left. Pay-per-view, we have 10. SmackDown and Hall of Fame, is we still have all five questions accounted for, for each category. So, Anne, uh, what is your next selection, your next category, and uh, next question that you would like to that you like to, uh, that you that you want? There you go. She is going to she's going to take raw for ten. Okay, raw for ten. Anne, and here's your question. This superstar was once tag team partners with Kurt Hawkins. If we go past the 11 o'clock hour, we will, but we will finish this matchup here tonight. Uh, well, uh, let me see. Um, well, I guess I can come up with this. This might be the best one I can come up with, Ann, for, for this for this man. Woo, woo, woo. And, and is that your final answer, Ann? Okay, Ann's final answer is Zack Ryder, and she's right. It's Zack Ryder. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, JD stands with stand, is got is is going is still is going in to the next question with eighty, and Ann is already up to hundred and thirty. Man, my goodness, JD, you're up next. I'm going to tie it up right now if I have to. Hall of Fame for fifty. Hall of Fame for fifty. Okay, here we go. This Hall of Famer had a big rivalry with the Million Dollar Man. All right, hold on a second. All right. I'll need a hint, though. Uh, okay, what is the best one I can come up with? Oh, gosh. Texas. Uh, who is Dusty Rhodes? Yes, it is indeed Dusty Rhodes. Anything else I would have said would have been a dead giveaway. Yeah. Um, so now JD has now tied it up with 130. So both are now neck and neck here, folks. 
Uh, Ann, you're up next. Ann is going to take SmackDown for 50, okay? Let's see. Who was... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to possibly ask this in this manner because this person put this question down that's kind of off of this. I know what he was trying to ask, but apparently it's kind of... All right. All right, Ann, here's your, here's your question. Who was the only cruiserweight champion that was only four feet four inches tall? Leprechaun. I can come up this. Is that your final answer? And she says, Hornswoggle, and she is right. Oh, my Lord, she's jumped back into the lead with 180. Oh, my Lord, J- J.D., what in the heck is going on, man? She's doing well tonight. i got to give her credit. She's doing very well. Doing very well, indeed. And, J.D., you, you are up next, my man. Go ahead. Back to the Hall of Fame for 40. All Hall of Fame for 40. Here we go. This Hall of Famer was also known as the Excellence of Execution. Who was Brett the Hitman Hart? Final answer? Yep. You're absolutely right. It was indeed Brett Hart. So JD gets another 40. And where we stand right now is that uh, JD is up to 170, and Ann is at, is at 180. So Ann is up by 10 points. Uh, Ann, you're up next. And she says, boom goes the dynamite. Oh, Lord, how mercy. It's been a good battle. Oh, my Lord. She's got the the detonator, J.D. What the heck's going on here? Oh, my goodness. This is getting good. I'm loving this match. Okay, and Hall of Fame, we still have 10, 20, and 30 left. Which one would you like? (laughs) 
Hall of Fame for 30. Okay, Ann wants the Hall of Fame for 30. Here we go. All right. All right, and this Hall of Famer was known for bringing a bird into every match he was in. Let's see. The only thing I can think of here, Ann, is his middle initial and last name sounded like a word that sounded sound like a word uh, uh, another word for danger. Okay, I need to get a, a, a okay, JD, if you excuse me for a JD and if you excuse me for one second, I need to go with my judge once again to for for clarification here. So if y'all don't mind, give me just one second, please. Okay. <laughs> uh Judge John. Oh, that'd be a good name for a show. Welcome to Judge John. Judge in the John. No, I'm <laughs> Okay, John, let me let me give you the question that I asked Ann. This Hall of Famer was known for bringing a bird into every match that he was in. The answer that she that Ann, that Ann gave was the Birdman. This this would you accept this answer? Okay. Okay. The correct answer is is Coco Beware, and but but and Judge John is going to accept your answer, so you will get the thirty points. Okay. As we stand right here, folks. Here, uh, <clears throat> uh, JD. Here's what we got here currently. Just stick with me here, bud. Yep. Uh, SmackDown 10, 20, 30, and 40, Raw 20, NXT 10 and 20, Pay-Per-View 10, and Hall of Fame 10 and 20 is still remaining. 
Let's go to Raw for 20. We'll close out Raw for 20. Here we go. Who had six different championship titles, and he and he weighs 255 pounds. All right. All right, I'm going to need a hint on this one. Okay, I didn't hear you there, but I'm sorry. Hint, I'll need a hint. Uh, well, he might have two words for you. Okay, uh, who is Sean Michaels? Triple H. No, you said six, not sixteen. Well, I yes, and, and JD, yes, I and, and I did say six. Yes. You did say six? Okay. I did say six. Okay, I thought. I thought. See, that's why I said. I thought you were okay. sixteen. That's why I got okay. confused. Okay. That's in the I, I, okay. I apologize. I apologize. No, I should have. I should have known better. That was my screw up on that one. And you got that one again. Damn. Okay. Okay. Well. Well. Like I said, here you're still hanging in there, JD. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, but that one I should have known. Like I said, I, I misheard the question. That's what's too yeah. hard for. And 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 of course, when I said two words, I know the thing about it is it was kind of a reference to DX. However, um, yeah. Okay. I should have been a little bit more clear. Okay. And you are up next. Oh, Lord, Anne's doing the Ric Flair. She's saying, woo! Yeah, she's doing real well. I got to answer her. She is doing very, very well tonight. And um, the raw category is empty, so that one's no longer valid. Let's see. Okay, and that one's been taken. The only pay-per-view one we have left is 10. Okay, Anne's going to clean out the pay-per-view category. She's going to take the last one for 10. Okay, and this pay-per-view event is the main event of the entire WWE. The granddaddy of them all, Ann, is your hint.
Well, um, and right now in this case, we're, we're only just going to do the one hint. Because I've already done one hint for everybody. I'm just going to do one each time. And we're still awaiting an answer. Is that your final answer? I believe you did say earlier. Yes. Excellent. And are you going to tell, are you going to use that answer? Yeah, I'm right. No, we're right. Okay. okay. We're still waiting because uh, Anne, I believe, does have an answer, but we all, I want to make sure this is her final one. Yeah. Okay. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, we're. And while we're waiting to hear from Anne, uh, just uh, also, like I said, to let you know here, of course, tomorrow night, uh, we hope to, of course, have an episode in of Top Hill Inc., 140562 pound, tomorrow night from 7 to 8. And also, of course, NWO Wolfpack. 
Uh, of course, tomorrow night from 9 to 11, of course, 138-521-POUND. Uh, hopefully we'll have, for the addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, in our wrestling extra segment, we're hoping to possibility, of course, we may have the the other trivia championship match we've been talking about, which is now a fatal four-way pitting, of course, J.D., uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Fonzie, and now the Human Suplex Machine, John. We might have to do that to Friday. That's right, because you're not going to be on either, aren't you? That's right. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll, be, we'll be definitely planning something here tomorrow, of course. As you know, the Iceman, I did forgot he was going to be attending. He's going to be attending an NXT show in Pittsburgh tomorrow, so he will not be on. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, so we will definitely, that one there will scratch. But I just said we'll try that for uh, and Friday. we now know, however, we got two things. First off, we now know that there are two announcements. First off, tonight, however, it was announced that Johnny Gargano will take on Andrea Cien Almas at the main event at NXT TakeOver Philly in January. It was announced tonight, so Johnny Wrestling will get this opportunity. And we have new NXT Tag Team Champions. It is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, however, they defeated Sanity tonight. Oh, my goodness, that was a good match. Yes. Yeah, they, they they did that for the December 20th show. They did, uh, like I said, however, but yeah, apparently Johnny Gargano defeated Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Alistair Black, however, but yeah, so Johnny Gargano pulled off the upset, so he will now be the new number one contender to uh, Andrea Cianalmas' belt. All right. Thank you very much there, J.D. And Ann did confirm that that wasn't bad. Her final answer, she said Extreme Rules, and the answer is WrestleMania. Good guess, the- the grand, that was a good guess, but you remember WrestleMania, of course, is the granddaddy of them all. That's what they always call it. So don't don't feel too sore. So you're okay. She's all still right, leading. Hmm? I said she's still leading. Yes, she is. And uh, JD, let me go let you know what we have still currently. SmackDown 10, 10 20, 30, and 40. 30 for SmackDown. Next, okay, well, okay, he's already given his answer. He says he wants SmackDown for 30, so that's what we're going to go ahead and do. And here it is. <clears throat> who who has been tormenting WWE since his debut in October 1997 when he ripped the cage door off during the first ever Hell in a Cell match between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker? Who was Kane, the big red monster? That's your final answer? Yep. It was indeed Kane. Okay, and JD gets another thirty on the board, and he is up to see eighty. He is up to an even two hundred, and Anne is currently at. That's probably Anne, is still, Anne is still leading by two ten to two hundred. Oh, it's getting good here, folks. And what we have currently is SmackDown ten twenty and forty. And NXT 10 and 20, and Hall of Fame 10 and 20. Too late, she just been moved. Faster, right there in front of the shock absorbers. <laughs> I'm sorry, old Ray Stevens song. I can't help the streak. I can't help. I always need to laugh. 
And we are past 11 o'clock hour here, folks. A little late edition of WWS Revolution, episode 424, 138055 pound, 174 444 And we still wait to hear from Anne about her answer. Of course, the question, the question is the infamous leader of the Nexus. Uh, well, uh, okay, she okay. I can uh, help her. I can help her. Okay, well, okay. Uh, well, she he was a that, king. Okay, and if you heard if you heard JD's hint, he was a he was a king. I'll be back in a sec. Okay, JD. And JD has stepped away for a moment here while we continue to wait for the last kicker and Henry Rickenbach to give to give us her her answer here. Of course, like I said, uh, she's she's chosen SmackDown the SmackDown category for 40 points. And of course, her question her, the question is the leader of the Nexus. Said the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbach, here on for her for her answer here. Okay, I know I said I wouldn't do more than one, but I guess I have to do this because I have to give her 
some initials here. Uh, all right, and WB. Is that your final answer? And her final answer is Wade Barrett, and she's got it. Hey, Sam. Oh my lord, she is up. Oh my lord, she's up at two fifty. JD is still hanging in there with two hundred. Okay, JD, SmackDown, NXT, and Hall of Fame are at ten and twenty left in each of these three categories. I'll start with Hall of Fame for twenty. Hall of Fame for 20. Here we go. This Hall of Famer was also known as the Rattlesnake. Who is Stone Cold Steve Austin? Final answer? Yep. All right. Stone Cold Steve Austin is correct. And J.D. gets it. He's now up to 220. Okay, and you're up next. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not uh, And what is left is SmackDown, 10 and 20, NXT, 10 and 20, and Hall of Fame for 10 is what's left. Now, ladies and gentlemen, also want to mention here, too, of course, Friday night we'll have our edition of WWS Revolution. As once again, we we'll hope they have the Trivia Championship Triple Threat match, or Fatal Four-Way match now, excuse me, pitting JD, the defending AWA US World Champion, versus Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Fonzie and the Human Suppress Machine, John Gross. In addition to our wrestling news and views here, of course, tomorrow, Friday night, be sure to join us right here. And also, of course, don't forget Power Hour coming up at 5 p.m. this Saturday afternoon as myself, and I believe J.D. will be joining me for that. I'll try to yes. Okay. As we, of course, go to all of our shows here in the radio network here this week, and also, of course, give you wrestling history for this, this coming Saturday as well as a number of downloads according to TalkShoe.com. So be sure to join us for that. And it's going to close out the Hall of Fame category with 10. And this Hall of Famer was known as the Heartbreak Kid.
That's your final answer. She says Shawn Michaels has her final answer, and she's got it. She's got Shawn Michaels. Well done. Well done. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Indeed, indeed. Okay, JD, SmackDown and NXT, 10 and 20 is what's left. I'm going for NXT. For 10 or 20? 20. 20, okay. Who's WWE Pro? Who had... Okay, okay I, I know how to... Okay, I know what they're asking here. Let me, let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase this. Who had Hornswoggle as their WWE Pro? Who was Hornswoggle's pro, you said? No, no. Who, Hornswoggle was a pro to an NXT. Oh, was, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't tell me. I know this. He was the pro to... Let me think here. Give me a minute. Uh... Who was Titus O'Neil? That's your final answer. Yeah. You are correct. It is Titus O'Neil. <clears throat> Getting down to the wire here, folks. Uh, and what we have left is the following. Uh, SmackDown 10 and 20 and NXT for 10 is what is left. Of course, of course, as we also did mention here, there is also, of course, the final Jeopardy category as well. Uh, let's go ahead and do this first, and I'll explain that here in just a minute. SmackDown for 20 is what Ann wants, and that's what you will get. All right, Ann, this superstar was the United States champion and the 2011 SmackDown Money in the Bank winner. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, I'm going to say mm, Mr. Bree Bella. That's your final answer. She says Daniel Bryan, and she is correct. It is Daniel Bryan. Okay. Two more left to go. JD, whichever one you pick out of the following two, and we'll take the last one before we do the final Jeopardy question. SmackDown or NXT for 10 is the last two. SmackDown for 10. 
Back down for 10. It means, and you will have the NXT one for 10 in a few minutes. Back down for 10 for JD. Here we go. The superstar is also known as the Viper. Who is Randall Keith Orton? And Michelle did. And let me see here. If, let me see if that is correct. Final answer there. Yes, that is correct. And Michelle heard you say the wrong answer. She would have slapped you. Yes, she would. <laughs> yes, she would. So, and you are left with NXT for 10. And here is your question. Which rookie has has been on NXT once before? Uh, prime time players, and notice he was in a tag team called the Prime Time Players. We're still waiting, of course, to hear from the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Just to give a quick update on the score while we're waiting on on Anne's answer for this last question, J.D. is now up to... It's up to 250, and Anne is currently at... Up at 280. What is it, 280 to what? I think it's 280 to 250. Ooh, very, close, very close matches. We go into final jeopardy. Yes, he does. Yes, he did. And Anne's given her answer, her final answer. She said Titus O'Neill. And you're close. It was Darren Young. I was thinking Titus too, and don't worry. I mean, because I know uh, both of them did tough at the, the NXT and everything. So yeah, that was a real, real tough one.
good effort. I mean, very, very good effort, no doubt. And is going into foul jeopardy with 280. And JD is going in, as we said, with 250. Okay, as 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 we um, as we stated, of course, you'll wager how much you want to bet on whether or not you know the answer to the final question. Uh, if you're if you're one hundred percent certain of it, you bet it, you can bet a big amount. It's a recommendation, but if you don't know the if you don't know the answer, I would not bet. Of course, would not bet a huge amount at all or risk losing the losing losing uh, no points and. There's an opportunity to hold this title belt. Here we go. We're going into it. This will decide, ladies and gentlemen, the NJPWS World Heavyweight Championship. <clears throat> will will the Iceman be able to retain that title, or will the last kicker be going home to bed tonight holding that belt? Good luck, Ann. Isn't it good luck to both you, JD, and to you, Ann, as well, as we go in to... As we go into this question, okay. And like I said, be thinking about. Uh, of course, you probably won't want to answer ask this before I before you do your wager. Okay. 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 But do what you think is best. When I give you here is the question for both of you. And for the final Jeopardy question. I will ask that we do not give any hints because this is this is a big this is a big question here. So this former superstar had a signature move called the stump puller. enough since he is has the lowest points we are going we are going to go with uh JD first he has he is the champion going into this he is with 250 uh JD let's do this let's do this is to be fair okay how much did you wager I wagered uh uh like I said let me think here uh uh uh, what did I, I think, can't remember, uh, I wagered 100 points. Wagered 100 points. Yeah. Okay, I repeated this one more time. This former superstar had a signature move called the stunt puller. Okay. And what is your answer? Who was doing the clown? Okay, we'll, we'll say, we'll hold, on, hold that thought for a minute. Uh, and how much do you wager? Let's see. Um, 
and, and how much did you? I didn't. I didn't get a clarification on how much you wagered. Is that your final? Is that is that is that is that your only is that your only wager? Are you sure you want to wager that? Okay. I'm still verifying here. Jenny, please stand by for just one second. Sorry about that. So sorry for a little bit of delay here. We're trying to. Okay. And, and then the answer you gave, Ann, is that your final? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as we as we come down to the wire here, JD has wagered 100 for and Anne has wagered 50. Both have said doink doink the clown. Both, ladies and gentlemen, are correct. And and adding up the scores here, and final score is 330. JD, final score is 350. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner and still NJPWS World Heavyweight Champion, the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo. Holy freaking cow. And great match. Really good match. You oh, to my no. limit tonight. That was one of the best. We had a good war tonight. That was a damn good match. You were on your game tonight. You had my number all night, pretty much. I, there was a couple tonight. I just, I totally spaced out on. And, and ladies and and, and um, I've also been thinking about this on how close, on how close this, on how close this match is. This match was here tonight. Uh. I think JD. It seems only fair. Yes. Only fair. Yes. That this that this that this young lady. Yeah. Uh, gets a gets another opportunity. Oh yeah, she's getting a rematch. I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm just gonna say it right now. If you want a rematch in, I will be glad to give you another rematch because you gave me the biggest toughest challenge to date, Howard, and I will be glad to grant your request for a rematch. You just name the time and place. And I will be glad to give you another crack at the NJPW belt. Believe me, you came 
guns up blazing. Now you didn't uh, uh, back down by any means. You put me on my heels all night long, and I will give you props. You definitely run your game tonight. And also here, folks here, of course, as you as also as we've been talking about here many many times with our championship with our uh, trivia thing here, we have we have we have yet to crown, ladies and gentlemen. And Anne has already named the time and has already named the time she wants it a week from tonight on Revolution. I will accept that. You are on for a rematch. Ladies and gentlemen, so tomorrow so the first off here, before I make the announcement I was going back, let me make this here one let me make this one here first. That Anne has chosen the another opportunity to go for the NJPW US World Heavyweight Championship and she and J D and Anne have both agreed next Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution we will have another re- a match between the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, in a wrestling Jeopardy match for the NJPWS World Heavyweight title. And Anne says to J.D., you will be toast again. So there, so, I thought so, I was tonight. I'll tell you what. I thought I was tonight, and you gave me everything tonight. I mean, it was a good battle. Yes, yes indeed. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, as I did say, as before I did hear this announcement, I have another one here to give. J.D., John, and Ann here, all listening here as witnesses here tonight. As you know, the one, the primary goal that we had here in, in during our trivia championship matchups here in WWS was that we have, since we have not, in a long, long time, has we have not had, crap, I'll say in a minute, we officially, as of late, as of right now, do not have a WCWS World Heavyweight Champion. And of course, we're also working on the Universal Championship, but this is a totally different ball game here. Uh, all all those who have competed who uh, have competed in the in our matches here uh, thus thus far, uh, <clears throat> we have several folks who are, are of course who are are, are up in the running here. Uh, I can I can go ahead and point out here that uh, that uh, in addition here to First off, let me go ahead and name the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, as two, as two folks that will have an opportunity to buy for that title here sometime down the road. Um, we're, we're, I, I'm, try, I'm working on something now. Uh, I know I haven't said anything about this yet. It just came to me. So I'm just letting you all know as of right now, letting you know right now that uh, what, we, what I'm probably going to do here is, is going to end up having a tournament uh, to like I said, for the WWS World Heavyweight Championship, um, the big gold belt, of course, is not is is not around anyone hasn't been around anyone's waist here for quite some time. Uh, JD and Ann will be in the running for this. Uh, King and W O W R T Smith, of course, is still in the, is in the running. The Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds is in the running now, and the Human Surplus Machine John Gross is in the running. And like I said, uh, I would like to try to get to see this. That's this, this Gerard, that's uh, Michelle, that's John, JD, and Ann. So that's five right there. Uh, and like I said, we'll hopefully we'll we may have three more. We'll try to get three more folks. I would like to do like I said an eight-person tournament to crown a new WWS World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, since we haven't been able to to do that here for quite some time. Also, also, we may do put something in place sometime down the road for the Universal Championship, uh, but we'll let everyone know about that here 
hopefully here very, very soon. But next Wednesday night, as we said on Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralimo, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, will about go for it one more time for the NJPWS World Heavyweight <clears throat> World Heavyweight Championship, indeed. So it will be. It, it was a tremendous, tremendous match here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The last kicker really giving the Iceman a good run for his money, but in the end, right here, came up right here, JD getting by 350 to 330. That you cannot get any closer than that. I don't think you can. Uh, very, but very good indeed here on everyone's part. Yes, indeed. Uh, JD, anything else you wish to add, sir? Nope, but I will definitely let everyone know on Friday, however, how uh, NXT was. Absolutely. And like I said, the Iceman will be, of course, at the NXT show in Pittsburgh tomorrow night, so he will not be on for uh, NWO for NWO Wolfpack tomorrow night. Uh, so we'll we'll definitely get the news out here to you, even if I have to bring it myself. I will bring in the news. We'll bring in the news tomorrow night, as well as, of course, John getting you the history and birthdays and several other things going to go on here as well. Uh, John, anything else you wish to add? Nothing. And John has nothing much to add. Uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, I think Ant already left us here for the evening, so I think that's pretty much that's pretty much uh, the, the, the sum of it right there. I want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode number 424 of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. Of course, this is Wednesday, Wednesday November 29, 2017. Uh, but, on, but uh, of course, we'll be back on, like I said, tomorrow night. Hopefully, we'll have Top Hill Inc. Uh, tomorrow night from 7 to 8, 140-562-pound. And we'll also have NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-pound uh, from 9 to 11, of course, tomorrow evening as well with our live video feed for Wolfpack from, I do believe, uh, Lucha U.S. Ultimate Underground. Yes, indeed. For the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGeronimo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, this is Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, saying thank you very much for joining us here tonight. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you here tomorrow night, and, of course, on the second installment, Wolfpack. Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Thank you very much, your folks. Take care of yourselves and each other. See you in the ring. JD, have a terrific time at the NXT show tomorrow night. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, God bless everyone. Have a terrific evening. Good night, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.